Hello, everybody. This is Marshall Poe. I'm the editor of the New Books Network. NBN listeners like to read books and buy them. So we thought we'd tell you that right now, our friends at Princeton University Press are having a remarkable site-wide sale. You can get 50% off books, including ebooks and audiobooks, with the code 50, F-I-F-T-Y, at checkout until May 31. You can save some real money on Princeton University Press books. I encourage you to go there and check it out. This is Susan Robb for New Books Network. I'm talking with Suzanne Gibbs-Taylor, who's publisher of Gibbs-Smith and who has some magnificent books out, um, very particularly for uh, young children. Suzanne, thank you for joining me. I wanted to talk with you about Gibbs-Smiths in general and also some about your baby lit line. So first of all, um, what kinds of books does Gibbs-Smith publish? Well, overall, we have our, our main core, core core categories, which are home reference, children's, and cooking. And within that, although we do like to add on our list some books that we call kind of opportunities, which could be things that fit, you know, with humor, inspiration, and, and that sort of thing. Our mission statement is is to enrich and inspire humankind. So we kind of seek out things within those categories and then maybe even out and about in the world that might uh, also support that that ideal. So we, we've been doing this for almost 50 years now out of our little barn office here in Layton, Utah, and um, have been built a successful business on hopefully uh, trying to perpetuate that, that ideal. So Now, I uh, have told you I'm completely smitten with your baby lit line. So where did the idea for baby lit come from? You know, it's kind of one of those lightning strike moments where you're you're looking at market and uh, opportunities and what's going on in the world, and we we were kind of looking at that and saying, you know, um, classic literature still is a is a perpetual seller. There are people doing a lot of different things with it still, and they are becoming bestsellers. It was a time when Pride and Prejudice and Zombies was coming out, and we were just like, oh, what, what is it that we could do that would fill a niche in the marketplace that hadn't been filled yet? And it was just kind of like one of those, again, lightning strike moments where it says, we should do classic literature for babies and make them in board book form. Um, it, there weren't people doing that at that point. Uh, there have now been other adapters to that concept. And so and from there, it was just, let's, we had that idea, let's roll it out quickly. And we were fortunate enough to find a very talented team between Jennifer Adams, the writer, and Allison Oliver, the designer and illustrator of them, who could respond quickly and create uh, books that definitely delivered on the concept. We also felt like if we could add a primer concept, which is very common in a lot of the board books for children, you know, whether it was counting or colors, where where it taught something as well as conveyed certain nuances and concepts from the stories that that would be good. They weren't developed to necessarily be a Cliff Notes version of the books. They're really meant to be just that early introduction to classic literature and classic authors. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I when you look at, I, I, I remember just absolutely stopping short in the gift store when I first saw them and, uh, there, you, you just can't believe that Pride and Prejudice and Moby Dick are 
in board book form. Right. Yeah. And and there's people that don't believe. I mean, that were not that were early early on. We had resistors, but very quickly they came on board because they realized that it was resonating with a lot of the mothers out there, mothers and dads who wanted to, and families who wanted to just you know step it up a little bit with their education of their children from even very very early on. Yeah, and what struck me too, and I, if there are other titles you want to mention, but what struck me too, when I looked at it, it, they're so sort of soft in the presentation and yet sophisticated and very quiet. It's not what you might've imagined uh, with these kinds of books. Right. They're not, you know, there's a lot of bright, colorful, more mass merch looking uh, children's products out there and children's books, which is great. There's a place for that as well. But the baby lit is really meant to be um, much more artistic and design oriented and uh, just more sophisticated way to curate that those classics. Uh, I mean, Allison's art is so brilliant and so wonderful and has resonated with so many different markets. Um, and it, it, I mean, it speaks to the type of person who's attracted to a really high quality type of product. And some do talk about time periods. So uh-huh. can you talk about those a little bit as well? The the extended ones that we've done now that, that are you talking about the, uh, the alphabet? Uh, oh yeah. Sorry. The, uh, um, the is for Vittle series. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that kind of evolved. That's with another illustrator and writer, Greg Paprocki. Because we thought, okay, what else? You know, our, our tagline for Babylit was, you know, um, tools and ways to teach your your children uh, classic literature, but also to become brilliant babies. So when you think, you know, every parent wants their child to be brilliant, and early on, you know, that advanced, <clears throat> the, even as a toddler, you want to expose them to things that might be more sophisticated and, and interesting and have a little bit more depth to it. So we thought, okay, we've dealt with classic literature. What other things would be interesting and important to start sharing with your children, even at that young age? So we talked about historical time periods. So uh, Greg actually introduced his line, which complements the Babylit line, then because then it speaks to history and talks about uh, different historical periods, whether it be the Stone Age or mid-century or medieval. Uh, you know, we've even done the 60s and Industrial Revolution and Victorian. Those those types of of eras that kind of, again, just give you the primer element dealing with the ABCs so that they have touch points that not only resonate with their parents, hopefully then they, they can instill that same love for things with their kids. So, And you also have Edgar Allan Poe for very little kids. Yes, yes. You know, that, that came from the, the wonderful mind of Jennifer Adams. She has been a a classic literature fan and a Poe lover forever. And she came up with this unique little character, Edgar, who is of course a Raven and, and developed a really fun little story uh, with him as a character repeating the phrase nevermore. And of course he is uh, quite a mischievous little uh, Raven who, you know, gets into trouble and, but, but yet his mother always, you know, always will come at the end and, and says that she'll love him evermore you know so it kind of plays off of that and then it extended to edgar in the treehouse of usher and 
uh, Edgar and the Tattletale Heart. So he just kind of continues his adventures through that very cute little character um, that that Jennifer put together, and that was you know wonderfully illustrated by Ron Stuckey. Uh, and so those are you know those have also been as board books and picture books. Uh, with a little bit, you know, because it is a little bit more complicated story. So now another uh, book that had, or group of books that had jumped out at me when I saw them at the Bologna book fair were uh, the all aboard travel books. Yes. So again, extending from, you know, what do other babies do? Well, if you want to teach your kids, you want to travel with them. You want to teach them of other places and the, and the types of things that are, um, unique to those areas and places. So we started with all aboard California and all aboard London and have since expanded to New York City, Washington, D.C., Paris, uh, Pacific Northwest, as well as a National Parks one. And each one of those have a primer element as well. Some are travel, some are French, some are uh, landscapes or city primers that deal with the specific things that you might see in that place. Um, found a great uh, husband-wife artist-writer team who run a company called Lucy Darling uh, that really executed on that very, very well. So Haley and Kevin Myers are, are their names, and, and Haley's art is just is just wonderful. And lastly, uh, in the future, what are your th- uh, plans? You're going to be going older a little bit, aren't you? Yeah, so, you know, we have built – quite a direct-to-consumer market with Baby Lit, and what they all keep saying is, okay, my, my children are now growing up to, to the next level, but I still want to share more of the classics with them. Can you give me more of a, a next-level reader for that that's maybe in between a board book and a picture book? So what we've done is create Baby Lit storybooks, which literally are, is, a, is a retelling of the book uh, or the classic story for children that also includes some of the quotes from the original works. Um, and so, it, you know, they're a little bit longer. They uh, have, uh, like I said, more story to them, more development with that. They're, they're 30 pages. They're larger case-bound stiff pages. So they're that little jump between board book and picture book still a little sturdier uh, with uh, art from... Uh, Annabelle Tempest, who is a UK artist that we've worked with to uh, to launch those. So again, they're just you know an extension of that that age group to say, okay, now here's a little bit more of the story. Now that you're getting a little older, so for artists and uh, authors, can people approach you to uh, look to publish with the house? Do you accept books? Absolutely. You know, we're always accepting new things. Um, I, I would say with the Babylit brand, we're a little bit more particular and, and actually, you know, a little bit more protective of the brand. And, you know, we get inundated with people who think who would like to be part of, of you know, doing the core liter- classic literature ones. So, you know, we have a great team on that. So really more would be things that could expand beyond that. You know, what what else do you, is important for, for children to learn? Maybe Maybe there's a food element or you know, understanding things like that or the arts or, or things like that. So, yeah, I mean, we're always open to looking at uh, new things from, from different uh, creatives. And where can people find out more about the publishing house and the kinds of things you publish? You know, on our website, gibbs-smith.com, and there's also a uh, submissions guidelines page that they can they can go to and 
and see all of our books and products and uh, contact us if they feel like they have something to contribute or just want to add to their Babylit line. And there's also babylit.com, which specifically deals with all the Babylit titles. So. Great. So I hope people will look for all of that. Well, thank you, Suzanne, for joining me and um, hope everybody uh, continues to uh, be excited about the line. I think they have plenty of reasons to be. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. 